Welcome to the Physics Buzz Podcast. I'm Calla Cofield. Did you know that with the right setup, it's possible to knock over a building with a breath of air? Today, I'll explain how such a thing is possible via a story that involves a Dutch physicist, a very trendy science television show, and a Guinness World Record. Trust me, it all comes together. I'm Calla Cofield, and you're listening to the Physics Buzz Podcast. Every kid knows that if you stand up dominoes on end and put them in a row, you can knock one of them over and you get this amazingly satisfying chain reaction where they all knock each other over. But did you also know that you can do this with dominoes of increasingly larger sizes? So you can put down one regular domino and then stack one that's just a little bit bigger and the next one that's just a little bit bigger and you'll still get this chain reaction. In fact, there's no limit to how big your dominoes can get. So you can knock over a domino the size of a building, starting with just a regular two-inch tall domino. No one has ever done this demonstration with a building before, but Stephen Morris, who is a professor of physics at the University of Toronto, he did it with still a very large domino. What I have here is a chain of dominoes. Each one is one and a half times larger than the previous one. And the smallest domino is about five millimeters high and one millimeter thick. And I will carefully place it. And there are 13 dominoes. And the largest domino, it weighs about 100 pounds and is more than a meter tall. So we've posted this video of Morris's demonstration on our blog, physicsbuzz.physicscentral.com, but I'm going to play you the audio of the chain reaction here, and you can hear that familiar click-click as the dominoes fall into each other, but you can also hear the sound changing as they get larger, and then finally that big thud when the largest one hits the ground. Boom. So you can see what I meant in the introduction about knocking over a building with a breath of air, because that's all you need to knock over the first domino. But of course, the catch is that you have to put all of this energy into the system beforehand. Every time you, you lift something up against gravity, you, you do some work. It takes some muscle power to do that. And when the thing falls down again, it releases that energy back again, because gravity is a conservative force. It conserves energy. So if you think about a, a domino standing on its end, it's standing there because you lifted it up and stood it on its end. And if you can just tip it just enough so that the center of gravity falls over the front edge, then it'll just fall over, of course, and all, most of the energy that you put in will, will come back out again. Morris says the video has actually been reposted by a few people who sort of missed the point. It's used as a kind of inspirational, a little effort can produce a big effect. Change the world with a small effort. With not realizing that someone has to put that energy in first. Well, they don't care about that part. <laughs> I guess because it's an inspirational message, we can let it slide. But anyway, Morris's demonstration has 13 dominoes that go from about a half a centimeter to over a meter. So starting with a regular two-inch tall domino, how many would you need to knock over a domino the size of a building. 
to answer that question, you have to know how much larger you can make a domino in each step. This is Hans van Leeuwen, a professor of physics at Leiden University in the Netherlands. Van Leeuwen began investigating this domino effect when he got involved with something called the Dutch Science Quiz. Two teams are going to fight This is the team bestaande out of top sporters Marije Smits, Bas van der Goor and Mark Huizinga. What you're hearing is a clip from the Dutch Science Quiz. This is a televised show where two teams of three people go head-to-head to try to answer science questions. They're mostly physics-based questions. One team consists of three Dutch physicists and the other three non-physicists. And this year, the second team was made up of Dutch athletes. It is a sort of national happening in the science community every year. The, the questions are always such that I think that the scientists have an edge. They and they usually win. There are about 15 questions, and the hosts don't just answer them. They actually do experiments and demonstrations on stage to illustrate the science. And in addition, the set where the competition takes place is designed like a nightclub or a chic restaurant. There's a DJ playing music. Uh, The hosts are dressed like they're going to an upscale cocktail party. It's like the Dutch think physics is cool or something. The questions are published in the newspapers so that all the people can think about it. And the broadcast is at the end of December. Van Leeuwen has acted as a consultant on some of the questions for the Dutch science quiz. And last November, they asked him to review this question. Uh, how many dominoes uh, do you need to topple a high tower? And as an example, that was taken the highest church tower in the Netherlands, that is the Domtoren, who is 112 meters high. So if you have to start with a regular two-inch tall domino, how many dominoes do you need to topple a tower that's about 360 feet. So remember that Stephen Morris made each of his dominoes about one and a half times bigger than the last one. And that is the commonly accepted ratio of how big these dominoes can be if you want them to be able to knock the next one over. So at that rate, how many dominoes would you need before you got to 360 feet? And the answer is 20. Only 20 dominoes. It would take about 23 dominoes to knock over a building the size of the Empire State Building, which is over a thousand feet tall. So with this factor of 1.5, you see very rapid growth. When Van Leeuwen was approached by the Dutch physics quiz to review this demonstration, he started to wonder where that value of 1.5 came from. So he started digging through the literature. And at first glance, analyzing this system of tipping dominoes seems very straightforward. Well, in, in this case, it's pure classical mechanics. That is all what's involved. There's no quantum mechanics or relativity or what of these highbrow subjects involved. But just because it's classical doesn't mean it's easy. 
There are a lot of odd variables to consider, such as do the dominoes slip when they fall over? That can reduce the amount of energy that is transferred. Do the dominoes bounce when they hit each other? That can actually increase the amount of energy that's transferred. Adding to that, this is what physicists call a many-body problem. It is not simple a question of one domino knocking over the next one, but it is a question of a collection of dominoes knocking over the next one. So you're not just looking at one domino at a time. You have to look at all of the dominoes simultaneously. And these many-body problems involve a lot of calculations. You have to think about how each individual domino moves, but you also have to think about how they move based on how they're influenced by the other ones, which are influenced by that one. It, it just gets very complicated very fast. So Van Leeuwen did what physicists sometimes do. He created a simplified scenario where things behave exactly as you want them to and not as they actually always do. For example, in his model, the dominoes never slip, which in reality, they almost always do, at least a little bit. So based on this model, he realized that theoretically, you could actually perform this domino chain reaction with a growth ratio of almost two. So each domino almost twice as large as the one before it. When Van Leeuwen told the people at the Dutch Science Quiz about his work, they wanted to be the first people to test his theory. And if it worked, it would put them in the Guinness Book of World Records. So they would use a ratio that was less than 2, but still more than 1.5. And even though he was the one who did the research, Van Leeuwen was really nervous. And so they took a magnification factor 5 over 3, which already frightened me a bit because I had told them the theoretical maximum is around 2. But I know that the theory involves rather strong assumptions that are not perfectly realized in the experiment. So a size ratio of about 1.67. The science quiz team used eight dominoes. The first is only two inches high, but the last one was 26 feet tall and weighed over a thousand pounds. Remember that if the dominoes are not large enough, they won't transfer enough energy to push the next one over. So they videotape this and play it during the Dutch science quiz. And in the video, the host knocks over the first domino and the second one falls and the third and the fourth and the fifth and the sixth and the seventh looks like it's not going to tip over. I thought, oh my God, it's not working. And then... It just makes it over the tipping point. <laughs> so Van Leeuwen's theory was right. The higher ratio works. It's important to note that the 26-foot-tall domino was hollow. It weighed well over a thousand pounds, but if it were solid, it would have weighed over 66,000 pounds. Now, this doesn't negate the record, because you can make dominoes of different materials, and that will change the mass. What's important, and what they were trying to demonstrate, 
is the size. So once again, please go to our website and check out the video if you haven't already, physicsbuzz.physicscentral.com. This domino chain reaction is just so fascinating to watch. It, it really is the kind of thing that gets people excited to learn about the natural world, even the professionals. I think physicists like fun, isn't it? <laughs> and if you, well, if you study it, it is not an unpleasant experience. I mean, it's a bit of hard work, but then once you understand it, it's, it's always a little bit of a joy. Once again, thank you to Hans van Leeuwen and Stephen Morris for being on the podcast. You've been listening to the Physics Buzz podcast. I'm Calla Cofield. As always, you can find more podcasts, our Physics Buzz blog, resources, and so much more at physicscentral.com. Tune in next week for more Physics Buzz.